A Bucking Spurs Podcast is brought to you by the Eavesdrop Studios Podcast Network at eavesdropstudios.com. Coming soon, podcasts on a variety of topics from sports, TV and film, health, comedy, and much more. Coming soon to eavesdropstudios.com, where eavesdropping is okay, only if you tell everybody what you heard. Now, on with the pod. Hola and como estas? What is up, Spurs Nation? Caeta la boca and shut up because you're listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast where we serve up the nasty. On today's episode of a Bucking Spurs podcast, we're going to talk about the Spurs now eligible to offer Kawhi Leonard the Supermax five-year, $221 million contract. Should they or should they not? Let's get into it. We're going to go ahead and talk about a possible trade destination for Kawhi that's been up in the air um, between the Spurs and the Toronto Raptors. We're going to talk about Lonnie Walker just showing amazing high character class beyond, beyond his years. But before all that, Sire Nova, drop my beat. up san antonio spurs nation today is a huge day for us july 16th Kawhi leonard is now officially eligible to receive a 221 million dollar super max five year deal that will make him the highest paid player in the nba that's right the highest paid player in the league he can now officially be offered that by san antonio the question is will he take that money or will he turn down that money because things are so bad that he does not care about the money anymore he does not trust us and he's gone 221 million dollars a lot of money money talks baby money talks I don't know if Uncle Dennis the Menace over there is willing to turn down 10% of $221 million. God, I just love saying that because I just can't believe it. $221 million. God dang, that's $21 million in Uncle Dennis's pocket. Boom, like that. If he gets the opportunity to talk Kawhi maybe back into signing this deal, hopefully. But will the Spurs even offer him this contract? 
That's a huge olive branch. Branch. That's a huge sign of trust from San Antonio organization saying, you know what? Even though you didn't let us talk to you for the past, I don't know, five, six, seven months to a year now. Um, even though you didn't let our doctors talk to your doctors, even though you didn't want to show your face in the playoffs, even though you're hiding from us in New York, even though we don't know that your quad is completely healthy yet. Here's $221 million? I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't see the Spurs doing it. But if they do do it, that's just a huge sign of let's put this behind us. Let's move forward. We believe in you. We love you. Come back. Wear the Spurs jersey for the next five years of your career. Now, will Kawhi take the money or not? If the Spurs offer Kawhi Leonard any less than the Supermax, he's gone. If the Spurs fool around and give him a three-year deal or or something along the lines of, of $150 million or whatever it is, he's going to walk. Because he can get a similar contract like that anywhere else in, uh, next summer, in the summer of 2019. So it's a big deal. The Spurs have the first move on this chest, on this chessboard. It's going to be a long game. It's been a long game. We've been through so much, Spurs Nation. We have been through so much this year with this guy. And I want him to stay. I don't want to see him leave. But if things are that bad, then it'd be best for both parties to just move on. Let's just move on. Let's put all this stuff behind us. And let's look towards the future. So, I'm checking my every report that I get on my phone, every little notification. I'm like, oh my God, is this it? Is this it? What's going on? What's going on? So, stay tuned. It's going to be a big week or so uh, for us with Kawhi Leonard. When we get back from the break. So, one of the big trade scenarios that's kind of snuck up on us over the past few days has been the possibility of sending Kawhi Leonard to the Toronto Raptors. Now, let me tell you what. I love it. I love this trade because it sends Kawhi out of the West. You know that we will not have to see this guy again in the playoffs unless the Toronto Raptors and us make the finals. That's if Kawhi Leonard decides to stay in Toronto past this year. But if you ask me, Toronto is a good place for Kawhi. It's not LA. It's not home. It's not Hollywood. It's not beaches and sunny skies. But it's a low-key type place when we're talking about media and things of that nature. Toronto is a fantastic place to be from what I hear from players that have played there, that have spoken on it. They love Toronto. So that kind of fits Kawhi Leonard's personality. I think that if you're the Raptors... It's time to take a risk. You've already exhausted the Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan teaming up and seeing what they can do in the playoffs. You know, yes, we know now that LeBron James is gone. So maybe that gives them a new opportunity to try to make another run at it. But if you're the Toronto Raptors, I think if you're going to say, you know what, we're going to give this another year. Why not just call it quits right now? send 
DeMar DeRozan to San Antonio and give it a whirl a whirlwind with uh, Kawhi Leonard for one season. That sounds like a pretty reasonable risk for me. I'm just getting a report on my phone here that the 2025 Final Four, NCAA Final Four, will be in San Antonio. Woo! Atta baby. Atta baby. I was there this past year, the 2018 Final Four. It was awesome. Villanova set it on fire. Anyways, I digress. I do not mind the possibility of exchanging Kawhi Leonard for DeMar DeRozan. If that means sending Danny Green with Kawhi over there, I'm all for it. I love Danny Green. I actually think he might even get his number retired one day with the Spurs. But I'd be happy to upgrade at the shooting guard position. I'd be extremely happy to do that. A lot of these trades that we're hearing about Kawhi in LA or Boston or Philly or the Clippers have all trade packages where the Spurs would receive unproven commodities, either in draft picks or in rookies or in one or two or three year players, guys that haven't really done much in the NBA yet. And this is the only package that I'm hearing of San Antonio getting back an all-star. Finally trading an all-star for an all-star. This deal makes sense and is the best deal that I've heard. Even though I like the potential of Ingram and the potential of Kuzma um, or Jalen Brown or um, draft picks or anything coming from the Clippers side of things, I like DeMar DeRozan better. I know what I'm going to get in DeMar DeRozan. He's an all-star quality shooting guard. Yes, he doesn't shoot the ball that well, but nobody has, you know, made more progress with their jumpers than players that have been in San Antonio for a few years. Chip England, the best shooting coach in the NBA, has done miracles over here in San Antonio. So I'm not worried about that. And that gives a running mate to go along with LaMarcus Aldridge moving forward over the next few years here in San Antonio. It takes the whole rebuilding process out of the picture. It keeps us where we want to be in the playoff hunt, competing for championships each year. Yes, we know about the Warriors, Houston, now the Lakers with LeBron, OKC's doing their thing, but the Spurs are always in that mix. We don't want to rebuild. We do the rebuilding as we compete. That's the difference. We develop young players as we win 50 games and make the playoffs. We're special. We are. We think we're better than everyone else in the NBA. Yes, we do. Because we are. We are better than all you other organizations out there. There's only about three or four of them that I can count on my hand that could even hold our jockstrap. We run things first class in San Antonio. So that is a possible... I digress again. That is a possible trade that I do like. It's really the only one that I would accept. If we had to make a trade with the Lakers, I would hate it. I would hate it. I don't want to see Kawhi Leonard in the West. I don't want to have to go through Kawhi Leonard every year in the playoffs. I don't want that. I want him away in a different country. In the six with Drake. I don't I don't need him over here on the West Coast. Unless he's wearing a Spurs jersey. Thought I'd give my take on that. Now, 
Let's talk about Lonnie Walker. I got a report today that Lonnie Walker donated 300 pairs of shoes to his high school summer basketball program or league or something like that. God, what a great dude. Just what a great guy. I have heard nothing but great things about this kid since the draft. About him writing a letter back to his hometown. And um, his hometown was in the filled up the football stadium for draft night to see him get drafted. What does that say about the character of this kid? Jesus Christ. This kid is humble, which means that he's going to work hard. And in San Antonio, if you're with the Spurs, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is work hard. Ask Danny Green. He was pretty much out of the league until he came to the Spurs. Ask Gary Neal. Same thing. The list goes on and on and on of players who could have been out of the league but came to San Antonio and had a revival in their career or the, or the Spurs figured out the role to make the player successful. We will put the player in the best case scenario to be to have a successful career. Uh, you know, it's, it's he's going to be a special kid. I just wanted to give him a shout out for doing for being such a class act. In all this bad news that we've had, you know, over the past year, things like this give us a little ounce of, you know, what things are going to be okay. On another note, Dejounte Murray is breaking ankles in some summer league, and everybody's going crazy on the Instagram Ball is Life. You can see his highlights there. But he's he's playing against scrubs. Calm down, Spurs Nation. There's no one there that can even make a D League team. All right, so calm down. And uh, Rudy Gay is doing 360 dunks and uh, workout in the off season, which is pretty cool. I like that. Shows me that his leg is good. So, everything's going to be okay. Rudy Gay looks good. Guys, Spurs players do best in their second, third year of being with the team. Especially when we talk about veterans. Some veterans never make it. Because they've been in shitty teams throughout their entire career. And haven't had to play defense or be accountable for their defense. And not only that, on the offensive end... With the Spurs, we're not just going to be like, here, here's the ball, uh, lead us to the playoffs. No, they're going to have to figure out their role, and they're going to have to excel at their role if they want to play. And they won't see the court unless they play defense. So it's a really big transition for most veteran players that have been in the league for a few years. So I'm extremely excited to see Rudy Gay in his second year with us. And if he's just getting healthier and healthier and having more confidence in his Achilles and his legs then it's going to be very good for us moving forward. Now, let's hope uh, that all this Kawhi Leonard nonsense gets figured out one way or the other um, moving forward. But that's going to be it for us today. Thank you for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter at Bucking Spurs. YouTube, a Bucking Spurs podcast. Sometimes I'll post little videos on there. Uh, Facebook, a Bucking Spurs fan page. And you can always find us on Instagram now at Bucking, a Bucking Spurs podcast on Instagram. Um, again, guys, you can find this podcast and many other podcasts coming soon on eaves, at eavesdropstudios.com podcast network. Thank you very much. Go Spurs go, baby. Penetrate hard. Good passes. 
shoot with confidence. I want some nasty. 